Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. you date me a podcast where me nicole byer tries to figure out how i'm still single even though if you took me on a trip to vegas and left me and i had to find my own way back i would pretend like nothing happened (laughs) what an awful thing it's called desperation my guest today you know her from florida girls She's got uh, her own podcast on Earwolf called Scam Goddess. It is Lacey Mosley, and she also performs at the UCB Theater. She's very funny. Lacey Mosley! Hi! (laughs) I love that you make your own music. (laughs) It's very good. Thank you so much. How are you? I'm good. I'm a little frazzled. Fair. Yeah, I like came here. I went to the wrong location first (laughs) because Nicole has 30 million podcasts. (laughs) So I was like, this is not the right studio. Oopsie Uh, It's fun. And I hate being late even though like I'm a person who's constantly mm-hmm. tardy it, it really stresses me out it stresses me out it used to stress me out but whenever I'm late now I'm like well you made the bed lie in it like I you're right last week had a meeting in Beverly Hills at 11 and I said to myself the night before wake up at at 9 so you can leave at 10 so you have 15 minutes to spare woke right. up at 10 mm. sat on the edge of my bed and started to cry and then was like what are you doing that's taking up more time get dressed and leave <laughs> having this emotional moment You're like no I need 15 mm-hmm. minutes for this emotional moment now mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just was very fast hurrying around my house and stopping every couple moments to well up with tears and then <laughs> it was insane but uh, I get it being late 
It's not fun. No. You feel like an asshole, and in a lot of ways you are, because it's like you're mm-hmm. wasting somebody's time. And so mm-hmm. I tried not to do that, um, <laughs> unless it's like a strategic business tactic, and I need you to know that I wear the pants. And that is insane, but it is a thing. Oh, it's a thing. Whenever I have a car taking me somewhere, I like to be late, because you're working for me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I like to watch him sit outside. Mm-hmm. I know he's there. Mm-hmm. No, that's happened to me, but not intentionally. I had to like hide from a car once because I like didn't want like my producers to know that like I had just gotten to my apartment uh-huh. and I was not dressed. <laughs> <laughs> and the car was right out front. I was like, oh mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes you have to hide from it because they'll be nosy. Yeah, they'll be looking sure. in your windows and you're like, oh, I see you. They yeah, report back wait. too, or like at least like ETAs sometimes. Yes, and stuff. So I was like, mm-hmm. I don't want anybody freaking out about the fact that I'm not dressed because I know I can get dressed in seven minutes. Mm-hmm. They love to tattle on you. <laughs> I'm like a reckless, reckless driver. Like mm-hmm. I truly should not have a license. Um, no one should let me operate motor vehicles. Um, <laughs> I will. This is so fucked up. I'm gonna say it though. I say will, it. I will run red lights. <gasps> Um, I will honk at people so that they know I'm about to do some dangerous shit. <laughs> I use my honk sign as a warning. I would love to be in my car and be like, why is someone honking at me? And then watch you fly through a red light and go, oh, she was warning me she was going to kill me. <laughs> I only do it where there's like minor traffic. Like if there's somewhere where there's mm-hmm. only one side that can go or yes. something like that and I don't see any other cars coming. <laughs> I, I call it like 18th century horse and buggy rules. You know what I mean? Like, back in the day, like, the horse and buggy, like, if your yes. buggy was, you know, you pull if up. If your horse was going too fast, you weren't going to stop, so no. you just go, I'm going. Exactly. I'm sure that happened a lot, because, like, unlike a car, mm-hmm. a horse just doesn't immediately stop. No. Uh, late at night, I will just go, I'll stop at a red light, but if there is zero people there, oh, yeah. I'll look both ways and I'll just go. Yeah. And, like, there are traffic cams some places, but Mm -hmm. it's only in really expensive neighborhoods. (laughs) Everywhere else, they don't know. I should not advise this. Don't do this, guys. It's bad. It's horrible. I don't know if I talked about this on on my podcast, but I got pulled over recently. Mars, you'll tell me if I told this story. Did I tell about smoking a cigarette? Okay. So I was smoking a cigarette. Mm -hmm. I don't have plates on my car. (laughs) I've had dealer (laughs) plates on my car for about four years. Yo, (laughs) I used to ride like that too. Oh my God. We have so much in common. Well, I have the plates in my car. I'm just choosing not to put them on. So I was smoking a cigarette. I get pulled over and I was looking for my license and registration and everything. I was like, I can't be smoking a cigarette when this cop comes. I don't want to blow smoke in his face. So I flicked it out the window and I hear, excuse me. And he's standing there, and my cigarette's on his foot. And I was like, oh, no. Damn. And then he shook it off, and he said, uh, why did you throw your cigarette out of the car? And no. I said, oh, I didn't want to, like, blow smoke in your face. That's, like, the worst thing to do in California, mm-hmm. though. <laughs> hmm And he goes, so do you have an ashtray in your car? I said, yes, I do. He said, may I see it? So I showed it to him. He goes, it's not dirty. I said, no. He goes, do you not put out cigarette butts in your ashtray? I go, no, that's gross. <laughs> Why would I want that in my car? Oh, my God. He straight up Law & Order SVU'd you. Yes. He was they, like, dum dum. Yeah, he was like, dum dum. I'm putting two and two together. There's no ash in your car. So then he says, so why would we want it outside of your car? And I said, that's a good question. Then he said, get out of the car and pick up the cigarette butt. And I said, no, thank you. <gasps> he goes, excuse me? I said, 
Uh, no, thank you. I see what uh, cops do to people. And he goes, what are you insinuating? I was like, I don't want to die today. He goes, what is wrong with you? I said, I don't know. <laughs> and he was like, I don't want to give you a ticket for this. I said, how much is it? He said, you don't want to know. And I said, I'll take the ticket. He goes, pick up the cigarette butt. And I said, please don't hurt me. So I <laughs> opened the door, lean out of the car. I didn't get it fully out, but I just oh. was leaning <laughs> And trying to feel where it was because the door was in the way. And then he was like, just get out of the car. So I get out of the car. I pick up the cigarette butt. Get back in the car. He goes, license. I give him my license. He goes, registration. I said, oh, I don't have that. He goes, where is it? I said, oh, it's on my desk at home. He said, why is it there? And I said, that's a good question. (laughs) And he goes, where's your insurance? I said, oh, that's in the same place my registration is. (laughs) And he was like, ma'am, what is wrong with you? You're like, I also have a gun. <laughs> I have a gun. And a kilo and, of cocaine. Oh, and so much vodka in my back seat. <laughs> and I have heroin. Black tar, the best. Uh, he truly, really hated me. <laughs> I mean, he didn't want to do any work, though, it seems like, because he didn't want to write you a ticket. No, but he did end up writing me a ticket. Damn. He wrote it for not having a license plate. And he said, please get that fixed. And I said, I will. And then I waited for him to drive off, and then he pulled up next to me. He's like, you're not going to drive off? And I said, what is? Okay, I will. And I don't know why he wanted me to drive off before him, but it was very stupid. It's weird cop chicken. They want you to drive off first. I don't know why. why? And you drive off so nervously, so I don't even know why the fuck they want to. I've been pulled over many, many times because Mm -hmm. I exhibit. um, I've been pulled over for drunk driving so many times, and I was sober. Every Whoa. time. I've, I've always been sober. And they've been like, wow, <laughs> you just you just drive like this? They're like, ma'am, we just saw you take a left-hand turn from the right-hand lane. That's four <laughs> lanes over. What's wrong with you? I've literally, I've been, I've done field sobriety <laughs> tests. And they're like, wow, you just, this is how you drive, sober? <laughs> what is, in a field sobriety test, I've never had one that I remember. What? <laughs> I have a DUI, had a DUI, but I was not driving. You weren't driving. I know that story. You weren't driving, driving, so it's not. So it's not. Yeah. In fact, you were doing the right thing. You got. You weren't on the road. Trying, taking a little nap, and then some passerby said she can't act like that. But what do they do during a field sobriety test? I think that the one that I had, the guy made up. I'm pretty sure cops just be fucking with you, and I'll just be like, "There's only been one time where I like cursed out a cop, and I will relish it for the rest Uh of my life because I'm from Texas (laughs) and they're so fucked up, and we get profiled so much. I'm I'm black. If you can't hear that through the radio, Lacey is black. I am a black, a member of the blacks, and (laughs) I also say I am a black. I'm a card-carrying member of the I Blacks. Am a Black? <laughs> they, yeah, because they might take it away from us, guys. <laughs> Cancel culture is for everybody, mm-hmm. okay? But listen, if Don Lemon can come back and be Don Lemon Pepper, I'm, we can come back, Don too. Don Lemon Pepper! <laughs> Don Lemon is so That's black now. very funny. <laughs> so um, I get pulled over, and this is when I first moved to L.A., and I was doing, like, a cater-waiter job. And you mm-hmm. know how downtown there's, like, these fucking six-lane one-ways and shit? I'm not used to that. Yes. And you know, it's horse and buggy time. It's like... 2 a.m., I'm just getting off a job. Definitely not looking that hard at street mm-hmm. signs. I pull into a all one way, and I'm going the opposite Ooh. way. And I don't know because there's no cars on mm-hmm. the road, and there's no cars parked. And so I'm just like, mm, this seems right. <laughs> and this motorcycle pulls me over. He goes, ma'am, have you been drinking? And I got really scared because I was at a caterer gig, and we did uh-huh. have, like, a glass of wine or something at the end. But, like, I was sober. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm fine to drive, I'm pretty sure. So I was like, but I'm still scared because I'm like, oh, no. Like, I don't know what point oh eight is. I'm short. How <laughs> tall am I? I'm trying to figure out how tall I am. I'm like, how much body fat I got? I'm, like, grabbing my thighs. <laughs> I'm like, I'm thick. It's probably on me. So I was worried. And then he was like, all right, miss, blow on my hand. 
blow on my hand. And what, he was going to smell it? And be like, that smells like booze? Honestly, I think it was one of those things of like, I, he wanted to see how I reacted to, uh-huh. to see if he was going to have to call back up. Because he was on a motorcycle and they can't so do So he shit. didn't have all his equipment. No, because he didn't have a okay. car. He's on a motorcycle. And I think he was like, let me see if I need to call for backup mm-hmm. and waste my damn time. Or Did you blow on this man's Hell hand? Hell yeah, I blew on his hand. <laughs> and so fast, too. I, I took no time to think about it. I was like, <gasps> do you like that? <laughs> do you like it when I blow like that? <laughs> Next time I hit his finger was in my mouth. I was like, I don't even run my finger in your mouth now. Uh, it didn't go that far, but he did have me blow on his hand. That's wild. I had a friend, a very pretty friend, also very funny, we were driving. We had just left a party, uh, and we got picked to go through a DUI stop. Oh. And she, I was like, you should tell him you had, like, a cocktail because it might be on your breath. He was like, have you had any drinks today? She was like, no. And I was like, all right. <laughs> then he let us go, and there was a full-blown stop sign at the end of the DUI checkpoint. And she goes, do I have to stop here? I said, it's a stop sign. Yes. And then she blew through it. <laughs> And then I was like, they're going to come get us. But nobody came and got us. Nobody <laughs> fucking cares. You have to be really drunk, I to think, get, for them yeah. to take you in. Uh, there was one when I was picking my friend up from the airport. And um, they were profiling people for sure. It was like mm-hmm. at night. I think it was like July 4th weekend, which is my birthday weekend. Oh. Uh, my birthday is July 4th. So always. Oh, yeah. Yes. You are America and freedom. So I'm always like ready to turn up around that time. But I'm like in like this raggedy ass outfit mm-hmm. like I'm going to pick her up from the airport I'm not getting out of the car mm-hmm. like I got a bonnet on and they profiled me they were basically like you too cute to be drunk that's that's basically where not too cute not cute enough uh-huh. to be you drunk you were not cute enough to yeah. be drunk you were in a bonnet you weren't drinking anywhere <laughs> it's like you don't know how you I turn up I you don't know some mini vodka bottles in this mm-hmm. car you're not even gonna try mm-hmm. they just let me go but yeah I just did a show in San Diego where I did a meet and greet and this woman had Two, four, six mini bottles of booze in her bra. Oh my god! And a fan, and she just kept pulling them out, and it made me laugh so hard. And then the security was like, "Damn, I guess we gotta really pat people down." I was like, "Well, I mean, she wasn't drinking them. You don't have to pat people down. This is a one out of every couple thousand people who's bringing liquor in their titties in their to titties. people. And also, if they're bringing in their titties, they deserve. That's like if you right? smuggle something in your asshole. Like, you yes. deserve to have that you thing. You did a lot of work. It. Yeah. I remember I, um, oh my God, my dumbass friends. When we were in college, like, we would come to L.A. to, like, party and shit. Mm-hmm. And um, we went to Maine, America in L.A., and we were being cheap and trying to bring our own alcohol. Mm-hmm. So we had gotten those sunscreen uh, oh, yes, yes, masks yes. offline. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm the only one with any damn sense. Like, my friends, like, some of them are just, like, insanely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, we we would just go on trips from, like, athletes and shit who were just like, really? well, Richard Sherman wants us to be at this hotel. Here oh we are. Oh, my God, what like, a treat. It was a whole life that I, I can barely remember. But, um, so they were just beautiful. Just, like, in this way that, and also light-skinned. You know how light-skinned blacks are. Like, mm-hmm. they're truly, like... They are delusional in a way. The privileged of the black people. The privileged people. of the blacks, and they're so delusional about it. Because <laughs> um, every time we talk about dark skin struggles, they be online like, well, listen, somebody As told black, me. Black, and I'm like, ah, They be girl. like, somebody told me that my 30-inch hair that's definitely all mine <laughs> was too curly, <laughs> and now I, I feel strunk. I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> Goodbye. 
So they definitely lived their lives like, or they still do, like everything just kind of floats mm-hmm. into the direction. And that's fine. But when we were going to the Made America concert, we had these flasks and they were huge sunscreen flasks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, we should pack two, freeze them. We're not going to be able to take more than two. There's five of us. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, like I'm just going to put it in my purse. Like I'll be fine. Like whoever's trying to pat me down, mm-hmm. like it'll be fine. I was like, bitch, we're black. What do we look like having five large sunscreens? We don't. No, first of all, niggas don't even wear sunscreen we like need that. Sunscreen. So we Not already like trying that. to show them we woke with two. <laughs> now five, they're definitely gonna get the smell in that Hennessy. Like, <laughs> so how many did you end up bringing? Um, mine got in, and my other friend JoJo's, and only, and, and we were both dark skinned. Mm. <laughs> but well, but you hid yours. Yes, well, we all hit ours. They oh, hit okay. theirs in their purses, too. It was just we hit it on the purses because they weren't really going mm-hmm. through stuff. Like, so we put stuff on top and then mm-hmm. the sunscreen at the bottom. But they were just dumb because I was like, also, we're all going to go end up in lots of the same lines. You think they're going to let you in with the same uh-huh. sunscreen that uh-huh. I have? It was so stupid. I love it. Lacey, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Are you single, dating, married, divorced, uh, having an affair, or uh, not or abstaining from people? Um, those are so many fun choices, and I <laughs> wish that I was so many of them. Um, I'm single, but I'm not abstaining from people, okay. but, but I might accidentally be abstaining okay. from people. Are you on the apps? I am. Uh, right now, okay, so I used to be on Raya, but I hate Raya. Mm-hmm. I think it's super racist. Mm-hmm. And Same. I think that the standards for the women are insane yes. and the standards for the men are insanely low. They're so I was like, low. I gotta be a bad bitch with credits and then I gotta look like how you want me to look. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, all I'm gonna see is Equinox trainers. Like, <laughs> I ain't seen Ben Affleck on Raya. That means it's a little racist <laughs> level. I must be at the bottom. They got other <laughs> levels because I ain't never seen Ben. <laughs> Wait, is Ben Affleck on Raya? Sometimes he begin on Raya. Really? Mm-hmm. That's what I heard on E News. Int- that's what I heard on <laughs> E News. Uh, I also think Raya is racist. It's awful. So what are you on? Are you on Tinder? I am not on Tinder because I'm scared of Tinder. It okay. just feels too like y'all are trying to pull up at my house because the yes. mileage and stuff. Like, yes. um, it might I might get so to that point though. So you would hate Grinder. Do you know Grinder? Yes. Grinder literally tells you by the foot where somebody yes, is. Yes, my friends Ugh. have showed it to me. I love it. My friend Mateo was a very funny joke where they're like, it's coming with inside the house. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so are you on Bumble? So I used to be on Bumble, but they were trying to make a bitch do too much work. Like, why I got to come up with a clever phrase uh-huh. every time I want to talk to you? This is too much. Mm-hmm. Also, um. Bumble will tell you if your intro line isn't good enough. They'll be like, are you sure you want to send that? I'm like, shut up, Bumble. Right. Yes. I, used to, I started, started just sending gifts to people, and they would be like, are you sure you uh, want to send that? Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, I do want to send this gift of NeNe Leaks. <laughs> now leave me alone. <laughs> leave me be. Are you on uh, Hinge? I am on Hinge. That's okay. where I started to see, like, the lookers. I was like, okay, yes. some cuties on Hinge. Like, this is... Viable, mm-hmm. but then I'm also seeing dudes that I used to talk to, and Hinge uh, keeps telling me I'm super compatible with them, and uh-huh. I'm like, I know, I, I already I talked to them. <laughs> I feel like when new apps come, that's where the pretty, the like nice men go, yeah, and they they just flock to this new one because Hinge is like still relatively new, and I keep finding very cute boys on there, yeah, cute guys who seem normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I haven't met. I met up with one, okay, and went on a date, and it was definitely like he did something. Something so fucked up to me on this date. What did he do? Uh, my parents think I'm crazy to think that this is fucked up, but I think it's super <laughs> fucked up. And I immediately canceled him. Like on the date, I deleted him and all his Wait, information. Wait, what happened? So he, 
I was dieting at the time and I was just having sashimi. I was just trying to stay away from the carbs. Mm-hmm. And um, we're at a sushi place. He picked the sushi place. Okay. I used to work in like high end sushi places. So I'm a very much a sushi snob. So mm-hmm. immediately I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> like, but, you know, I'll go with the safe stuff. It wasn't a dive. It like, you know, okay. it just wasn't nice. And it's fine. I get it. You're probably going on like 50, 11 hinge dates a week. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't be giving every bitch like the five-star treatment. Yes. Whatever. So we go. I tell him I'm on this diet. I'm just going to eat sashimi, which is mm-hmm. just sushi without rice. So it's just yes. raw fish and like literally nothing else. And they give you like six pieces per plate. He, every time I look at something on the menu, first of all, he starts looking around and be like, oh, where's that on the menu? I was like, bitch, you pick this restaurant. You should know how much everything costs in this hoe. That's what smart men do. You should have got, uh-huh. you look like this is very affordable looking mm-hmm. up in here, first of all. And second of all, like these plates are like, the most expensive plate here is like uh, $12, $14, bro. Mm-hmm. Like if I get three $8 plates, you gonna be good? Mm-hmm. You gonna make it home? <laughs> like... So I was already annoyed because I was like, why are you like looking around? He was trying to make it like he was interested in the menu. But I was like, you looking for them prices. Ah, interesting. I've never thought of that whenever someone's like, where is that on the menu when they're paying? Where is that means? How much that costs? How how much is that? (laughs) Right. I would rather you just come out and say it. Mm -hmm. I'd probably laugh. (laughs) But so I pick out two sashimi plates. We're Mm -hmm. drinking water, honey. So, you know, $16 for my meal. Okay. Um, He gets a big roll and then when his food, when our food comes out, my food is like way, way less than his. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, oh, can I try yours? And I was like, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Because he's like, I haven't tried that sashimi before. I was like, yeah, absolutely. This bitch proceeds to eat half of both of my plates of food and then his own Roll. No. It took everything in me not to grab them chopsticks and just go for his aorta. I don't think you're crazy. (laughs) That was insane. I think that is real wild to really like nickel and dime you. Be like, what are you ordering again? (laughs) And then to eat half of your food. That's rude. And I was hungry and I was like, (laughs) I have money. I could just buy it my food right now but then I was like it's the principle it is I do think it's the principle it's the of the principle. matter and I was like I'm not gonna order nothing else I'm gonna get something when I get home but I'm mad <laughs> I'm mad and he was just so oblivious to this mm-hmm. and my parents were like no Lacey you have to understand how men work like you should have just told him to stop eating your food like you gotta communicate I said y'all got the bar way too low I yes if I go on a date with someone I'm not gonna eat half of their food like you what? can't do that I don't know you like that. You know, once you're, you know, in it to win it, then it's like eat eat however much of your significant other's food that you want. My parents said I'm playing a mind game and that if I ever want to meet a man, I need to start being more upfront with them. <gasps> they were like, that's your deal breaker. He ate half of your sushi. I was like, I would, first of all, I was, you know, when you go out with somebody, you're like, this person just going to be able to tell this story one day that, that we went out, but mm-hmm. you're like, I can't be with this man. Mm-hmm. It was one of those already. I was just like, yeah. Also, I think maybe you didn't like him, and then that just <laughs> added to it. And you're like, ah, this will be the reason. Because I do that all the time. I'm like, ugh, I don't like this person. And then I'm like looking and searching for a way to be like, and here's the reason why. Right. When you're right. Because you know, if you're really you into match. the person, they could low-key hit you with their car. You'd be like, I mean. <laughs> I mean, he didn't see me. It was nighttime. And I did just, you know, dance in the street. Right. And I lived through it. And he came with me to the he hospital. Came to the hospital. Which was <laughs> so supportive. <laughs> he didn't say sorry, but like, did he have to? <laughs> you're right. We have to take a break. Spring. 
spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving. And I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho. without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
I was hours into a hunt for new digs at the local shopping mall and losing steam fast when fate intervened. Drumsticks! Get your drumsticks! Nutty sweet drumstick! What luck! One drumstick, please. Here you go. This is hot and made of chicken. I want an ice-cold, creamy, crunchy drumstick Sunday cone. You and me both, buddy. But that's the vendor next door. Drumsticks. But that Get line is three miles long. Oh, well. Another day, another drumstick. And we're back. Okay. So what is the last date that you went on? The last date that I went on, oh, I was seeing somebody casually. So we were going on dates for a little bit. For how long? Three months. It's a good chunk of time. Yeah. Who broke up with who? Me. um, Mm -hmm. But I would say it was amicable only because I was like, this ain't going to go nowhere. Like, I knew when I met the guy I wasn't going to marry him. And for me, it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, but you know what? What is some consistent dick and companionship? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, we do a lot of fun shit together. We did a lot of Molly. I don't know why. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like, were you going out and doing Molly or doing Molly at the house? No, not at the house. Not at the house. That's, that's, then we're addicts. (laughs) (laughs) Then then I'm just, like, in a drug den with someone. (laughs) No, that's a whole different kind of relationship. Uh No, 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 no. It was fun and appropriate times. It only happened twice, but mm-hmm. still, that's a lot for me. <laughs> I don't know. Molly's fun. It I is love fun. love Molly. <laughs> so um, I basically, he told me he was divorced, and he told me he wasn't going to be ready for a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, the day I met him. Damn. Like, asked me on a date and was like, I can't be in a relationship that night. When we were, like, not even on the date. We were just, like, dancing and hanging out. And it was, like, he was, com- it was too much. He, um... He, but he was like so sweet and like mm-hmm. such a good person. And sometimes he would cry, and nothing makes me harder than a guy what? silently crying. The fuck? Ooh. Wait, why would he cry? Was this like when you guys were talking? Were you being intimate? What do you mean? Yeah, he was like crying? it was like maybe we were like cuddling and talking, and maybe we had just had sex, and he, and he wanted to just talk about his life and like how he feels. And and you're okay with the okay. dude just crying? <sighs> <laughs> it's so I weird. I don't know thing. what to do. I'm all for men crying. I just when one if anyone cries in front of me, I I don't know what to do. I kind of pat them and I'm like, I don't feel better. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to do when people cry. <laughs> so you're just like patting them, but like uh-huh. so far away, your arms yep. are like extended. And you're I'm just like, like suck it them. up, uh, <laughs> suck the tears back up in you. <laughs> like if you just tilt your head up, the tears will actually go back. They'll in go your right eye. back up in your eyeballs, <laughs> and then we don't have to deal with this. Um, even when we like broke it off, it was like you know, it, there was crying. From both of you or from him? Well, he was crying, and then like I kind of felt like obligated to cry a little bit. <gasps> so like towards the <gasps> end, I like let like a little cry happen, but it wasn't. I didn't really need to or really want to, but I was like, I was like, I'm an insane narcissist. No reason, no wonder I'm a fucking actor. Like, why am I over here like, trying to like? I will get my Oscar for this thing that is not being recorded. <laughs> I will cry. I'm the Meryl Streep of being broken up with or breaking up with somebody. Right. I've only cried in front of a dude once, but it wasn't even in front. We were on the phone and I like felt the tears and I was like, oh, um, I have to, I can't talk to you. Goodbye. He was like, I get it. And I was like, great. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not a crier in front of people. Wait, what's your sign? I'm a Virgo. Oh. It's Virgo season now. I do love Virgos. I love Virgos. Um, I don't really I could see you not being like overly emotional. Astrology. Yeah, I, uh. I would assume it's because I've had a lot of tragedy early in my life and I've just learned how to bury it or like yeah. put a strong face forward. Right. The black also, woman way. Yes. A strong black woman. <laughs> uh, I also 
I guess I'm like, that's not for you. It's for me. I'd rather right. cry alone. Right. I get that. I get that. Are you looking for a relationship, a fuck buddy ship? What is what is Lacey looking for? I used to think, like, I'm looking for, like, a temporary relationship. Okay. Um, one where we can both go to the STD clinic and, like, <laughs> know our status uh-huh. and then just, like, fuck and eat out and have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I'm not, I thought I, I thought I was, like, okay, my, my family is now getting to the point where they're, like, pressuring me, mm-hmm. which is weird because I have had a family my entire life that was, like, you, Lacey, don't get a fucking man. Don't get pregnant. <laughs> go out here. Get this bread. Mm-hmm. Fuck these niggas. You know, ho is life. Ho mm-hmm. is life. That's um, your mom and dad are like how is life <laughs> my mom legit, is life? my mom like didn't say how is life but like lowest of key be saying how is life like when I ended up with this guy she was like well mm-hmm. damn she was like would y'all have a sex and I was mm-hmm. like yes mom I'm an adult she was like well what's you doing it right what was you doing in there and I was like Lori get off the <laughs> get off the phone I'm not talking to you about my sex I know how to do sex good <laughs> I love that your mother was worried that you were not having sex correctly your mom sounds like a blast She's very fun. Probably too much fun. How uh, is life? How is see how is life? So now they're like, okay, but you really don't got no man, though. Mm-hmm. Not really. Okay, are right, you you can bring a woman home. It's okay. Like <laughs> we we know you by. We heard that podcast. I'm like, we oh. know you're by. We heard that podcast. <laughs> uh, I wish that was not a statement that they'd said, but it is. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, my sisters learned so much about me by listening to podcasts. Right. And anytime I go home, she'll be like, so you've dated. Women? I'm like, yeah, Catherine, I do. Women? I do whatever, whenever. And she's like, oh, okay. My sister's a very gentle soul who is so quiet and sweet. Yeah, the same thing has started to happen. And also because, like, fucking whack out, not not whack, but, like, articles, like, will come out about you and they'll fucking go deep dive on your shit mm-hmm. and then be like, she recently came out as bi. And I'm like, why? Okay, first of all, I ain't make no press release. Like, it's it was I was on a podcast. I was talking so about Tessa Thompson. What? <laughs> Well, Tessa Thompson is gorgeous. She's so pretty in a way that I'm like, how does that feel? But it's also a masculine kind of like, she looks like she would like top you real good. I was (laughs) like, woo. (laughs) Good job, Janelle. uh, Great. I don't know if they're still together. Ooh, I hope. I read an article that maybe they've broken up. I don't know. It's hard to keep up with all the celebrity. It is. I have a dick appointment tonight, and I'm really excited about it. Yes, sis. I haven't been able to get one. All of my dick is out of commission. Tinder. So this dude liked a couple of my pictures and was like, hey. And I was like, hey. So that was in April. And then Saturday, he hit me up again, was like, what are you doing tonight? I said, oh, I have plans. Then the next day, he said, what about tonight? And I said, well, uh... I also I have to be up early. Then he said, "Take my number." I said, "All right." And oh, also, I was like, "You trying to? Are you trying to fuck?" I, <laughs> I said that pretty early in the conversation. He said, "Yes." So then we started texting, and he said, "Well, you were pretty forward about what you want. So how does that? How do you go about doing this?" And I was like, "How do I go about fucking?" He said, "Yes." <laughs> I said, "Well, we could go out for a drink, or I could just come to your house." And he said, "Oh, okay, good to know." All right. I was like, okay. Oh, I like him. He seems like he's not really out here doing this a lot. Yes, I like that. And then it was nice that he asked me how I go about doing that to make me feel comfortable. Right. Because I like that he asked and didn't just assume or wasn't like, come to my house. Yeah, it's 2019. Like, men, ask a fucking question. ask me some questions. And then he's been (laughs) texting and that's been very sweet. Uh, So tonight at 10 (laughs) p.m., 
think fondly of your girl because she'll be knee deep in some dick. I love that I'm going to know that you're fucking at 10 p.m. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to think about it tonight. And honestly, it's probably the most excitement I've had all weekend. I'm so excited. I've been so horny. It's been very hard to get a dick. I uh, had to buy a vibrator, which I normally don't have a vibrator because I think mm-hmm. it just gets to the point too fast and I can't enjoy the ride. Ah, I feel like I'm like zapping my clit and it's like, sure. I'm like, woo, all right, it's over. What but kind I had of to. vibrator did you get? I got a very entry level, basic, just okay. uh, like kind of vibrating, bullety one. Okay, um, those with are some nice. Speeds. Okay. It's got speeds on it. Uh, yeah, but I had to do it because I injured my clit masturbating. <laughs> How <I'm- laughs> did you? Injure your clit. I have really long nails. Ah! <laughs> and it's crazy because I was like, somewhere in this conversation came up and they're like, how do you do stuff with your nails? I was like, I do everything y'all do. I just do it and I look richer. <laughs> I look like, I don't have to do I things with my hands. look richer. <laughs> so... I was just going to town, and I got a little stoned, and that kind of makes it hard for me. Mm-hmm. Like, it slows the whole process down. Sure. So I was just really going to town. I think I was a little high. didn't really realize. Uh-huh. I was like, so my nail, I think, it was curved over and, yeah, just, like, injured it. Ooh, yeah, it was, it was sore for a couple days, and I was dang. like, oh, can't keep doing that. Oof. I bruised my cervix, uh, oh. <laughs> like, three <laughs> nights ago because, okay, I discovered— I went through a whole journey where I learned how to ride and I was like, I think I like that entry point. I think that's good for me. Right. So I bought this dome pillow with a hole in it that you put a dildo in. Yes. I bought a nine inch dildo because I was truly, I was like, I love a big dick. So I'm going to get a big old dildo. And I didn't realize that laying down, it's easier to take a dick than it is to ride the dick. Yeah. So I was riding it, felt very good. And then I just, I guess I moved too hard in one direction. And I was like, ah, no. (laughs) And I hopped off and I said, ow, I think I hurt myself. So I just like need a living dick so I can stop hurting myself. Right. I think I think I have to agree with you because I also injured myself. Oh boy. It's also been very recent. It is hard in these streets when it you are is. single trying to figure some shit out. I have one guy who used to like give me dick on the regular for like mm-hmm. a year and a half. But okay. he's like super emotional and sometimes wouldn't return my text. And then it made me mad one time because I was like, you fucking return my text when I text you. And so I like told him all about himself. Then he got his feelings was real hurt. <sighs> so we finally have like rebuilt our friendship, which I'm just like, what? And he'll like tease me. I'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, like, what are you doing tonight? And he's like, oh, it's so late, but like, what about this Saturday? And I'm like, okay, but what about tomorrow night? Like, I need to get some dick. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he like wants me to like want to like date him. He's ah. like, he's like the roles have reversed where it's like he's trying to hold out the dick because he thinks like maybe we'll have like a relationship. And I'm like, give it back. It is so wild when that happens, when you just want the dick, but then the dude is texting you and is trying to be sweet to you. And you're like, I I don't want this. I just I just want the dick. I don't want to be in a relationship with you. Yeah, and it's it, it's impossible. I, I didn't know men did that, but they do. Sometimes they do. It's I, exhausting. 
Then I have another one. I took a picture of some lawn. Well, I tried to get him to come over, and he was like, oh, I'm in bed. It's 11 o'clock. He's, like, mm-hmm. so fucking responsible. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> then I, like, get some lingerie, and I, like, take a picture of it, but not in it. I just take pictures oh, of, of the lingerie. lingerie. Like, okay. I took a little video, and he's like, put it on. And I was like, mm, maybe one day. I don't know. <laughs> like, like well, I'm trying to do tactics for Dick. It, you have to come over. I hate that I'm doing tactics for Dick, but I'm, like, like I'm, like, setting traps. It's tough in these Oh, my God. I just saw a video of this woman promoting this thing. So I can't remember what it's called, but you send it to your man and it ha- it's something that he's interested. It's like some sports thing that he's interested in. Clicks on it, clicks the link. It ends up not being a sports thing. It's like this spam thing. And he's like, oh no. But then it sets like a virus to his computer where all what? of the pop-up ads are engagement rings, uh, wedding <gasps> venues, wedding proposal videos. <laughs> And it and it just puts wedding and proposal on his mind because he sees it every single day. And this woman said it took six weeks. And then she puts her hand in frame. And she was like, I got my ring. Oh, my and God. I, truly- I know a white woman named Sarah made this. <laughs> and I'm so proud of her. Sarah and Tiffany were like, we'll trap him. <laughs> uh, it made me laugh so hard. Because I was like, this, you're trick, you are fully tricking these dudes into marrying you. But then I'm like, I mean, why not? <laughs> you know, as far as like gender nonconformity and just like standards of gender roles mm-hmm. have come, it's crazy to me how like caveman you have to get with fucking men. And uh-huh. I'm learning it again because I was like, why can't I just be straightforward? I'm a successful woman. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm beautiful. Like, this should be enough. Like, you should be so excited to be with me. But it's like, no, yes. men need to feel like they you could leave them at any moment and that you kind mm-hmm. of hate them. Yes, which <laughs> feels insane. And you can't it's be so too insane. vulnerable at first. And you can't be too needy at first, which is something that I'm learning that even two months in, I can't be like, hey, come with me on the road. Because then he'll get all freaked out right. and be like, why does she want me on the road? Because I want to fuck you after my shows. Exactly. And if you were a woman, show. you would have just come. Yes. Yes. Uh. A lot of ladies will follow a man to a dumpster and just be like, I'm happy in here. Right. I'm looking for my Randall Park in that movie. Um, Always be my maybe. Always be my maybe. Mm-hmm. I, when I tell you, Nicole, I legitimately cried <laughs> when he held her purse at the end. Uh-huh. I was like, all I want is a dick. That's also a coat rack. (laughs) 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 Who will love me for who I am. I want a dick that's also a coat rack. That is, honestly, what a treat. Yeah, I just want some dude to be nice to me. Right. And that I want him to be nice to me. Because if I don't want you, then you can be nice for as long as you want. And I'm just here right. being like, oh, my God, why? Why is he being so nice to me? And there's so much of that. Even the guy that I was seeing, mm-hmm. like, he's, like, a really decent human being who, like, has gone to therapy and is, like, a whole human. Mm-hmm. And we weren't compatible. But it was just, like, here's a man who's, like, not being an asshole. And I like hanging out with yeah. him. I wanted it to last as long as possible. But then I was, like, I can't do this because I need to also mm-hmm. be able to call you and be, like, hey, can you come to Costco with me right now? <laughs> I am dying. Okay, I think the perfect situation for me is a dude that I'm very attracted to, has a mm-hmm. great dick, we have great sex, doesn't want to move in with me, I don't want to move in with him, we have our separate homes that are rather close to each other, 
But we do a lot of domestic things together. We go to Costco. He helps me organize my pantry. He will, you know, change my tire or whatever. Help me do that. Uh, But, like, we have separate lives. And then sometimes we'll hang out with each other's friends or whatever. But, like, we truly have said, I can go away for three days. He's fine with that. You're not fucking nobody else. That's what I want. That's amazing. That actually sounds like a really good relationship. And, like, a mature, like relationship where you're both um still having boundaries mm-hmm. and then th- that gives you like time to grow if you do want to grow into maybe like you live with this dude or maybe you never yeah, live with maybe the dude. i never live with him or maybe uh i have a guest room in, at my place so i think he becomes I your steadman could, he moves into your guest room he could be my steadman i think steadman lives in the pool house i don't think he's allowed on the main property <laughs> but uh yeah i i if he did move in with me we would have to have separate spaces so it's like, I don't want to look at you, and then I don't have to look at you because you can go away. Nice. And I think people, we all the time, like, think that whatever the traditional model that we saw mm-hmm. is, like, what we have to do. But I think we also forget that, like, back in those traditional days, like, women were treated like children. Like, your uh-huh. husband definitely could hit you a little bit. Like, uh-huh. And then you didn't have a bank account, and it was very hard for you to leave that man. Right. Also, in, like, the 50s or whatever, they slept in twin beds. Yes. Which uh, is so fucking weird. I love Lucy. And then I was like, yes. that was interesting to me although like was that just on tv or was that a real thing i don't know it must have been a real thing mars do you know (laughs) i feel like tv would would always replicate that kind of stuff it Mm -hmm. had to have been a real thing i doubt that lucy and ricky were just like the weirdos who slept in different beds (laughs) also if we sleep in different beds best believe we fucking in your cot we not fucking in my cot i gotta get back get in the wet cot fuck that i'm not getting in a wet cot no i mean nobody wants to sleep in the wet spot no that's not fun so. I would like to date a dude and just one dude so we can get that STD test and then we could just raw dog. I <sighs> hate condoms, but I use them. I use them too because it's just, especially in LA. Because you don't just... know. You don't know who these people are fucking. And I have like such hypochondria around STDs and like mm-hmm. I get STD tests all the time. I actually like uh, saw someone about this because it's like a real phobia that I have. When really? I was, this is kind of dark, but uh, when I was eight, I took care of my uncle who died of AIDS. Okay. Um, so ever since I was eight years old, like if I yes. get really stressed out, I'm like going to get an HIV test. Like I remember um, the Insecure season three trailer came out and I was in it. I ended up getting cut because it was a dream sequence, but I was in the trailer. And well, you were in the trailer, then they cut? Yeah, they cut me from the show. But it was because it was a dream and I knew when I read it mm-hmm. on paper, I was like, this shit could easily hit the cutting room mm-hmm. floor just because it's like something wacky you guys are maybe going to do. Uh-huh. They ended up cut the whole dream sequence, but they put me in the trailer. <laughs> For the season, yeah, it was fascinating. But everyone was calling me because I didn't know I was in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh my god, the season two trailer came out. You're in it. I was driving around LA looking for where I could get a quick HIV mm-hmm. test, <laughs> and like went into some clinics. Couldn't get one there. Shout out to Out of the Closet. Went to Out of the Closet. Had to wait for the lady to come back from her lunch break. Mm-hmm. Fill out this mm-hmm. test on the computer, and then I go in, and the guy is like, "So you're very low risks from what the test shows, and it looks like you get tested really often." He was like, "Did you have a risky event or something?" And I was mm-hmm. like, "No, it's." Just I got one three months ago, and now I got to get my sixth month because sometimes you get a false positive or a false negative on the first three months, and I like I just need my other one. He was like, okay, and he does it, and he's like, okay, it's negative. You can. I love go. that good news happened, and then you said I have to get an HIV test. <laughs> I mean, we all respond interestingly to news. <laughs> right. 
Good news or bad news? Oh, I've taken Oraquicks in front of the clubhouse, like the comedy what's clubhouse. A, what's an Oraquick? That's when you get an HIV test from like a Ralph's or like a Ooh. Walgreens. Yeah, you can just get them and have them in your house. You're like, all right, before we do this pattern game, let me get an <laughs> HIV test. And I sat in my car and waited for it to like turn. That's it's insane. such a funny fact about you. Yeah, it's a, it's an insane thing. I actually date a guy who I think could be my husband, mm-hmm. um, but he lives in San Francisco, unfortunately. Okay. So that's why we're not together. Mm-hmm. And um, wh- I sent him a picture of like my status when I went to the doctor, uh-huh. and it, and it says like HIV on it, and mm-hmm. like but it says negative. And you t- I took a photo and just like an idiot. I've known him for years though. Texted it to him mm-hmm. with no context. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, just so you know, I'm negative. He's like, I haven't spoken to you in six months. And you're like, well, in those six months, I didn't contract anything. Oh, we talk a lot. So he was like, he was like, I opened this and my blood ran cold, dude. Like, you had to send up another text before. And I was like, I'm sorry. I truly wasn't thinking. This might be why I'm that single. That is so wild. That is truly the wildest thing I've ever heard. I love it. This might be why I'm single now that I think about it. All right. Lacey, I ask all of my guests. This, would you date me? I would. <gasps> oh, I would definitely date you. What a treat! Yes, we've connected so much. Yes, and I did your podcast. Yes, that was so fun. So that's been great. Do you have anything that you want to promote? We've come to the end. Ah. Oh. Mm. Do you have anything you wish to promote? Um, hey guys, uh, I'm in a movie in movie theaters right now. It's called The Wedding Year with Sarah Hyland and Tyler J. Williams and Wanda Sykes and a lot of very funny, cool people. So please go to the movie theaters and check that out. You can also see it eventually on Amazon. Um, guys, Scam Goddess is my mm-hmm. podcast. It comes out October 1st. Um, if you have any cool scams that you used to do, don't send us ones you're currently doing because we don't want to fuck up your game. <laughs> but um, if you got any retired scams or you've been scammed, please email us at Scam goddess at gmail scam goddess pod excuse me at gmail.com and you can follow me on Instagram at D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I Diva Lacey and on Twitter the same and scam goddess pod on Instagram and Twitter and you're on Florida Girls you yes oh my god so yeah and also Florida Girls guys you can download all of Florida Girls <laughs> The TV show that I'm on. You can download all of Florida Girls um, on the Pop Now app or on iTunes. The first two episodes are free or on Amazon. Guys, get it. And then do you do live shows still at UCB? I do. Um, you on a Herald team? Yeah. So I'm on a Herald team called Leroy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nicole's my manager. <laughs> it's like, Lisa, you have more stuff to plug. I'm like, You have ah. so much. You're doing a lot. I want everyone to be able to see you. Guys, if you want to see me live, I'm on a team called Leroy at UCB. I'm on Herald night and also on mod night on a team called donatella so you see her on television in movies you see her live you can listen to her Lacey's on all of the platforms i want to be a full body experience yeah you are a full body experience (laughs) and i love it thank you so much for being here thank you for having me no problem if you like this episode of why won't you date me you can subscribe you can uh, rate it five stars on iTunes. You can send me a nasty thing hitting on me, and I shall read it. So this nice person said, I'd love to drizzle your pussy with maple syrup and eat it up like breakfast in bed. Then we could have actual breakfast in bed. I make a mean pancake. <laughs> this nice person said, Nicole, I want to floss my teeth with strands of your hair and use the hair to tickle your nips, record your ensuing giggle, Sync the recording to a vibrating butt plug with Bluetooth capabilities and leave the, <laughs> the butt plug inside me. <laughs> <laughs> 
So they're so your laugh is inside of them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which sounds awful and aggressive. Yeah, the the pancake guy won for me. Yes, pancake, very cute. Okay, thank you. Bye bye. This has been a Team Coco production. I was hours into a hunt for new gigs at the local shopping mall and losing steam fast when fate intervened. Drumsticks, get your drumsticks. Nutty sweet drumstick. What luck. One drumstick, please. Here you go. This is hot and made of chicken. I want an ice-cold, creamy, crunchy drumstick Sunday cone. You and me both, buddy. But that's the vendor next door. Drumsticks. But that line is three miles long. Oh, well. Another day, another drumstick. If there's anything better than getting a few of your favorite things from McDonald's, it's getting a few of your favorite things from McDonald's for less in the McDonald's app. Mm. Delicious. Order in the McDonald's app today. Right now, only in the app. Enjoy a breakfast sandwich for just $1, like a sausage McMuffin with egg. Offer valid one time per day from 429 to 512.24 at participating McDonald's. Must opt into rewards.